It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. And you have about, what, seven or eight candidates left? I think they're at a debate tonight. Nobody's talking about it. Everybody's watching. So it's 61% for your favorite president, me. And... (laughs) 10% for Rhonda Sanctimonious and 7% for Birdbrain. You know Birdbrain? <laughs> that was Hialeah. <laughs> Did you hear Roseanne laugh? Was that her? That, that had to be her. <laughs> yeah, that had to be her. <laughs> she was near a microphone. She was part of the, he, he brought out like the Trump insiders. It was like a, uh, a catwalk at the beginning of it to come to roll out. And there was a lot of people there. There, there were. and uh, But I, I think Roseanne is now the opening act for the former president. She comes out, tells jokes. <laughs> tells jokes. Like, okay. She, you know, she got a big big hat on. She's a, she's a star. But I want to say right now, aren't we all tired of the deep state bull? <laughs> I was like, that's crazy. And then she got the crowd going. What a warm-up act. You got to wonder if he's going to do more of that kind of stuff throughout the country. Like next year's rallies, you know, heading closer and closer to November. He'll have a bunch of people there with him, like her. He'll have, you know who's going to show up at one of his rallies? Who? Uh, what's his name? Anthony, Anthony Oliver? The oh, yeah, kid yeah. With the song? The guy, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't been at one of his rallies yet. Well, he's no Trump supporter, that guy. No? No. He said, no, I don't support anybody. He well, just supports the working man. Well, I bet you he'll end up supporting Trump <laughs> in the long run. Trust me on that. I don't know how that's going to end. It should be interesting. The overall message being this. But we're here tonight to declare that Crooked Joe Biden's Banana Republic ends on November 5th, 2024. It ends. And also, because of world events and actually domestic events like you've been talking about, Jen, a big part of what Trump talks about now is safety. I kept the world safe. Is that undeniable? No new wars in his administration. He's right. You know what? And it's amazing that no one really is paying attention anymore to this Israeli-Hamas war because there's so much unrest here when it comes to pro-Israel, pro-Palestinian, which is really pro-Hamas. I I don't know who it was. Uh, They sent somebody out on the street to talk to these pro-Palestinian you know, supporters. Oh, I saw that. The latest one, yeah. Did you see there? Why are you here? some dude. uh, He's like a... Israeli rapper or something? Yeah, it was, was that? Yeah. the him. Yeah, yeah. And it was like, do, do you know Do you know what you're protesting? Yeah, is, Israel's killing people. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Right. Who, who are they killing? Oh, the Palestinian people. Oh, right. they are, really? Don't do you know who, taught. Do you know who Hamas is? No. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Who are these people? Just like those little punks we see tearing down the, the posters. I'm like, you know, the missing people. This is crazy. By the way, the latest with Israel and Hamas. The latest rumor is whether or not it's true is yet to be seen that they are now working on a three-day ceasefire to get people out of Gaza City and the Gaza Strip and to get humanitarian aid in. Whether or not it comes to fruition is yet to be seen. Yeah, I, uh, <clears throat> boy, I don't know. Just the most concerning thing to me is exactly what you were talking about. Just the just the ignorance about this entire thing, and it's like it's like the you know, the, the anti-Israel stuff is just. It's so out front now, and they're not even hiding it. Like no. those, like those street videos. Well, they're look, flat out saying it. And look at Gal Gadot last night. She shows a film that is basically just October seventh. 
It, 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 that's all it was. I, I want to show you what happened on October 7th. Nothing before, nothing after. October 7th, what Hamas did to Israeli residents, to American residents who live in Israel, to other people who live in Israel. And there were riots outside where she was showing it. I, I'm like, what, what is wrong with this world? Why can't see people see black and white? That's what I, I don't understand. Don't know. It, there's a, these are the facts. Look at them. Don't listen to what your, your idiot professor's telling you. Oh, speaking of that, by the way, big yes. update. Remember we had the story of a man named Paul Kessler, a 69-year-old guy in oh, yeah, the California guy that got hit over the head. With the, the bullhorn. Yep, with a bullhorn. And he, he hit his head in the ground. Sadly, he passed away. I don't know about an arrest, but the update as of this morning is they have identified who hit him over the head. Tell me it was a professor. Um, <laughs> a 50-year-old college professor uh, who posted online rant comparing Hamas to Mandela and Gandhi. Okay. Okay, that's what we're talking about here. Right. Wow. That's him. These people. That's who hit him. Just and it's a guy. It wasn't that woman that was leaning over him then, because they made it look like it was. Maybe that she woman. was trying to help. Oh, that's terrible. Police police have questioned uh, this individual who teaches computer science at Ventura Community College in California. Goodness gracious! The one that allegedly hit Paul Kessler with a megaphone. SWAT team uh, rounded him up yesterday. No official arrest, but they questioned him. Great. <laughs> you killed a man. With the, that, that's absurd. What is wrong with the? And he's a co- again, a college professor. And you know what? Kudos to you because for the past couple of years, if not longer, you have told me it, it is academia that is changing the minds of kids. It's been and festering. I, and I was like, really? Or it's uh, almost, you know what's even worse? I hate to make it worse, but it's like they fed. They're fed by these TikTok kids. They're fed all this bad information at first, and then it's cemented once they get into college. Then it's like they put the final seal on it. That's, I don't know. It is a bad scene, though. But it's, at least it's coming to the forefront now. We, well, know, we know what the problem is. Now you know all the people who are anti-Semites. There's no doubt about it. And it's scary. All right. Scary, scary, scary. I would, I would normally say in better news, but I don't know if it's better. It turns out we're watching too much streaming stuff. <laughs> you know what? I live. I'm going to start getting rid of my other streaming stuff because I live on Netflix. There's a lot to there's a lot to like. And, and, it really is. It used to be there would be there was a lot and it was a lot of junk. Now there's a lot and there's a lot of good. By the way, the new documentary about Sly Stallone you guys should watch. Yeah, it's, it's called great. Sly. It's very very good. Uh, but it, I spend all of my time on Netflix, and if it's four or five episodes, I watch them all at once, or at least in a couple of days. So is that what they're saying with the streaming service? What did they say? In total, how much do we watch a year? It was like ridiculous. We stream so much content, it would be like having a part-time job. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay. Free, the average American uh, streams over 21 hours of content a week. Oh, wow. Big study. You know, we love our, we love our studies. That's a lot. 5,000 Americans were polled, 100 in every state. So that's a pretty wide base of people. State that streams the most is Wyoming. Well, really? Less to do, I would imagine. Well, I, right? I guess, yeah. They're watching, maybe, maybe they're just watching Yellowstone over and over again. Maybe. Looking for the neighbors. Uh, in Wyoming, 40% of people stream more than 50 hours of content a week. That's enough for a full time job. Minnesota, the top for true crime shows. Really? Indiana watches dramas. Nevada loves romantic comedies. Well, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> And people in Idaho, the most likely to stream the same movie over and over again. <laughs> I thought that would have been Florida. Okay. Uh, right, say no more. Uh, holiday. Oh, here's you. Okay, it has oh, to be Florida if you're go. talking holiday movies. <laughs> holiday movies are big this time of the year, of course, but only this time of the year, except when you're talking to Jen. She'll watch your Hallmark Christmas movie in June.
Two-thirds occasionally watch them other times. Seventy-four percent of women, sixty percent of men. Ha! Huh? See? Thought it was only me. It is only you. You're you keeping Hallmark Channel alive. They've gone downhill, by the way. Uh, oh, Hallmark. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, so am I. That's <laughs> <laughs> a tragedy. I just got a huge blanket that my nephew made for me that says, this is my Hallmark movie watching blanket. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, my, it goes with my Hallmark movie. Oh, cup. God. This is a, this is this a Gen is, Starter kid. Uh, <laughs> a Hallmark Snuggie and a box of wine. <laughs> I'd prefer like a cask of wine, but right. that's okay. Some amazing. I didn't <laughs> listen. I don't know how many people actually watched this debate last night, but there was something amazing happening, mostly from Vivek Ramaswamy, where he actually he went after the moderators. He's he's got no filter. That's no, he all doesn't. I'll say. No filter. The Schwam. And the official holidays have started because the tree is coming down today in upstate New York. It's coming up next. The Self Loader Morning Show. Keep it here. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Chris, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you and the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. I've never seen anything like it. I, 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 wow. Listen, I don't <laughs> think there's a shot in you know where that Vivek Ramaswamy is going to be president. I don't think so. And you may not even like the guy. You can't deny <laughs> I think he just changed the debate stage forever last night. He, I, what he did right there was t- took one of the moderators, Kristen Welker, on her network to task for misinformation live. And amazing. And then he attacked Ronald McDaniel, the head of the uh, RNC. But that's the, another story. But he, let me ask you this. Because of what he did last night, because he attacked everybody, he he said exactly what most people think. Sure. But, have the restraint not to say it publicly. He was like, he was unhinged last night and just said, you know what, bets are off. I'm going to say what I, I feel and I don't care what, how it offends people, which is good for us. But- Spoke right, and he's right too. And he had point, Diener pointed this out before. He had pointed out who the moderators are. He goes, you're Democrats. That's what it's, you are. It's true. He goes, would the Democrats ever allow Greg Gutfeld from Fox to do their debate? No. And that's what they we wouldn't. got here. He's right. But let me ask you this. Does this change the rules of debates for the future? It may. And it may actually open up debates to something else. Because what he also said was, he goes, we should have Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. And I think he mentioned somebody else doing this kind of stuff. He goes, because first of all, it would actually get ratings. Oh, he took shots at everything. (laughs) He gets it, though. Here's what else he said directly to Kristen Welker. And she's sitting there with a plastic smile on her face. Because she couldn't hide. She's one of the moderators. Mr. Ross. Everybody agreed with him. Accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. And they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn to Governor Governor Christie. And and there's Lester. Lester trying to save the day. Lester, uh, uh, let's move on here. We can't have that. You know. (laughs) He's got no lips. (laughs) Keep a stiff upper lip. (laughs) Uh, Terrible. I tell you what, here's what to watch out for today. Trump was a little busy at his own event in Hialeah last night. Oh, that, 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 how did NBC put it? Oh, he was trying yeah. to derail the, his, his lame attempt to derail the, the debate. I was like, really? Here's what to watch out for. <laughs> Trump's response, because you know he went back and he watched this. He has never attacked personally Vivek Ramaswamy. He likes him. But does he, how does he respond to this? Because part of what he did was go after Ronald McDaniel, which no one can understand is Trump's buddy. 
No one gets it. She I'm keeps sh- on losing. Well, it, it, he got a big round of applause, though, when he not only went after Kristen Welker, but when he went after Ronna McDaniel. People didn't agree, didn't disagree with him. Somebody just sent me this. We'll have the audio for you in about 10, 15 minutes. In a commercial break, in, in the debate in the studio last night in Miami, a Trump chant broke out. No. Among the crowd in the studio. (laughs) And the NBC producers had to say, now, now, come on. We want to hear from these candidates. We're not going to go there. We're not going to do that. That's how you know that guy. The guy wasn't even there. He was 15 miles away, not in the room, and he won the debate. And he still won the debate. Watch to see what Trump says about Vivek today. Should be interesting, though, because I don't think he's going to disagree with what he said about Kristen Welker. He can't. These are things that Trump has said all along. He's not going to disagree with what he said about Nikki Haley. And so the only person that you got to worry about is Ronnie McDaniel, and he's a smart man. He has to, even if he likes the woman, has to step back and look at it and say, you know what? What the guy said was right. Maybe we do need a change. Man, I hope so. It'd mm-hmm. be nice. He's a smart guy, so we shall see. I mean, he finally turned on Nikki Haley. Yeah, he did. What did he call her? Well, now she's bird brain. Oh, she's a bird brain. What did she do to all of a sudden he calls her bird brain? Ran for president. Uh, it's like, oh, my God. Doesn't want to be, doesn't want to be run against, which is interesting because he doesn't he's not happy that Vivek Ramaswamy's in the race, but I think he knows he's not really a threat, but he loves what he's saying. Mm. Interesting. The yeah, Swam would be awesome, not in not in office. Well, maybe he should replace Ronnie McDaniel. I think he'd be perfect. Run the RNC. I think That'd he'd be, be great. absolutely perfect, but I don't think the Rhinos would ever allow it. I don't know. He's a threat to everybody. Everything is different now, though. All of it. Uh, and, and, and every aspect of the world, you're right, mm. including politics. In the meantime, what's our countdown? How close to Christmas? Where oh, are we? I forgot. I just had it because I just told you guys. Go ahead. Do you uh, talk about what's happening today well, and I'll tell you how close we are. <laughs> the official sound of Christmas, if you listen closely, you can hear it right now. Here it is. A chainsaw. 45 Cutting, days. Hold on. Cutting down. The official Rockefeller Center tree comes down today and it gets on the truck and it comes for the opening ceremonies of America's Christmas. I still don't understand why the environmentalists haven't attacked this thing. I don't but know. That's besides the point. 45 days, 16 hours, 35 minutes, and 43 seconds. Getting closer. Wow. People are ready for Christmas this year. At my house, we're already done. All the decor Today, every day I put up something new outside and every day I get another complaint from a neighbor. <laughs> Who's complaining? Really? It's a little bit early. I'm not complaining. Well, it, it, see, my I think perfect, you're drumming that up for radio. No, no. My my perfect, my perfect excuse is you got to remember I had heart surgery last year, so I couldn't do any of this. So I'm making up for lost time. And then they shut up. You don't need an excuse. <laughs> so anyway, it's, that would it's be fun. That, that would be Jen's Hallmark movie. It would be called "Shut Up." It's Christmas. <laughs> Anyway, they knocked down this 80-foot tree yesterday. Saturday it arrives at Rockefeller Center, and then yeah. they, they reconstruct it. It really is quite an amazing feat. And we, the wood does not go to waste. I think, I think it's your Habitat for Humanity, but I it think goes you're to right. a charity. Mm-hmm. So it, that's probably why the environmentalists don't complain. All right. We've got uh, Rapid Fire coming up next. First chance to do that today. We'll catch you up with some headlines and more just past bottom of the hour. Stick around. The South Florida Morning Show. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk 850 WFTL. Busy night in South Florida last night. But there's other stuff going on. Jen, what's happening? What is my biggest fear about the AI and robots? Snakes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that they will take over the world and kill us. An industrial robot in South Korea attacked and killed a man. Oh, my oh, God. Geez. It really happened? It happened. Oh, God. 
The, they say it was because he was trying to fix it. There was a glitch in the robot. It apparently confused the man with the boxes of food that it's tasked to handle. Oh, my gosh. What, did it pick him up and try to stack him? It picked him up and shoved him. Exactly. Boy, you're right. Unidentified worker oh, in his God. 40s, inspecting the device on Wednesday, trying to repair it. A robot grabs him with its robotic arms, pushes him against the conveyor belt, and crushes him. Oh, my lord, this looks like the other Star Wars. That's, Are you serious? That's really bad way to go. That's this is, really this scary. This is a horrific thing, and this is my biggest concern about robots. The incident marked the second of its kind in South Korea this year in March. Oh. An auto plant worker suffered serious injuries when the robot trapped him between the conveyor belt and the materials that it was making. Oh, man. I'm telling you, you can't let the, and this guy, this poor guy was tasked with changing this robot around and back to where it's supposed to be and it gets attacked. This is just like iRobot. It's happening. Sounds I mean, scary is what it is. It's at BJ's yesterday, you know, giant warehouse store, buying some stuff. I'm standing in a line. It's kind of like a pre-line before you get to the pre- the pay thing. And it was in an area. It was kind of like on a corner. And I hear, doo-doo. Oh, boy. Doo-doo. Oh, boy. And I look around, uh, and it was a robot, a robot, and I was in its way. And it was, it's like the floor cleaning robot thing. Yeah. And it makes this noise if it's in your way. Oh, Line beeps. And, it's, and it goes, doo-doo. Like, like they try to make it sound friendly. Yeah. It's like the floor cleaning thing, but it's concrete, like a, like a Zamboni, but it's like a concrete bony. Yeah, I've seen those things. Yeah, the one in Sam's everywhere I go, it's always following me. But this and thing it goes, beep, like a, beep, beep. Yeah. And it kept, keeps coming at you. This, this one is about six feet tall, and it oh had the, the blue thing in front of the reader, and I was in its way. So what if it didn't recognize me as a human? It would run you right over. over. <laughs> <laughs> run you over. My I could have been like that guy. I'm telling you. But this guy, is his job is to repair the robots that are like a little bit off. Damn thing attacked him. It's frightening. Okay, you think I'm crazy. Maybe he tried to program it to get his buddy, but he looks like his buddy. <laughs> no, this thing thought he was a box. <laughs> oh, boy. That's, yeah, you're right. We're not quite there, are we? No. Mm. Well, we've talked so much, so much about the Trump rally and the debates. we got some other stuff to talk about, including this. We lose to China again. Three national zoo giant pandas are back in China. I, and you think, you know what, you guys have been laughing at me because I said this is the end of the world. People will be more upset about this than they are about any kind of China-U.S. relation. They really are, because this is something like, you know, you, you, you insert cute animals into it, people pay attention. Yeah, I mean, we've had them since, what, Nixon put them in our country, right? Yep. Back in the 70s. Yesterday marked the end of more than five decades of pandas calling oh. the Washington, D.C. Zoo their home. Wow. Zoo Atlanta, the only zoo in the country now to feature Chinese pandas, and they may be gone soon, too. Oh, no. Contracts are four. Bears is up next year. Yeah, and they say China says there is no talk about renewing any of these contracts, so we'll never see another panda here again. Why are they taking all the pandas back? Because they're pissed off at uh, Biden. Let me ask you this. Why do I have to give them back? Uh, you know what? If Trump was in office right now, we go, you gave us... The Chinese flu, we're taking your pandas. <laughs> You're probably right, but that's besides Why don't we just point. not give them back? I, I, I no. don't know. Well, that, that does Tell not, them no. That does not look good as far as I any don't care diplomatic way. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're not getting your pandas back. Well, you may be right, but... Trump would have been like, we're keeping our pandas and China's going to pay for Have it. you ever seen them? Have you guys seen the pandas in person? Like live? No. No. I saw no. them at the San Diego Zoo, and they've been gone from the San Diego Zoo for a while. They're very cute, but... They are. They, they, they eat a lot of bamboo. Well, why didn't we breed any over here to have our own? Secretly, we probably... Secret mission panda. 
I don't think he can do that. Oh. I'm just saying. <laughs> can't do that. Listen, I'm just trying to win, okay? I know. I would like to keep the pandas, but with this administration, it ain't ever going to happen. Nope. They're not going to renew it. Nope. No. you got to get Trump back in. They probably gave him the pandas and about $1 trillion cash on a pallet. I can You're see probably, that. Did you see how they shipped them? FedEx has a special... They, they drug them, stick them in a container. It was a big plastic box with yeah. holes in it. And they throw them on a plane. <laughs> FedEx moves them. Brutal. Well, guys, I have a very different kind of story here. Uh-oh. <laughs> and if, uh, I don't know, if you have maybe kids in the car, you might want to put earmuffs. Oh, oh, no. What are, oh, what are you boy. doing? You realize it's only 739. Oh, I'm sorry. You're the, you're the angelic one in this crowd. Now <laughs> we've really corrupted you. <laughs> this story is insane. Out of Boston. Oh, no. <laughs> Of course, right? Where insane things happen. Well, you know, Boston and South Florida, I suppose. Three people were arrested Wednesday in connection with a sophisticated high-end brothel network. Oh, I saw this. Did you see this? They're not naming them, but high-end officials. Did you see who's on the list? Yeah, they're all like... What they were paying? Famous people. I'll give you the details here in case you haven't heard the story. They catered allegedly to an elite clientele, like you guys said, in Greater Boston and Eastern Virginia, including politicians... Corporate executives, doctors, military officers, lawyers, professors, and scientists. Like the, the you know, top echelon wow. of society in the Northeast there. According to the acting United States attorney, Joshua Levy, who is involved in this case, this was a, this was a big bust. It was a big bust. Big names. They said the commercial sex ring was built on secrecy and exclusivity, catering to a wealthy and well-connected clientele, and business was booming until today. They said that, look, listen to this. This is wild. There's like no privacy with this, which is why they know exactly who was involved. They had to submit personal information. The clients had to submit personal information to identify themselves, and they had to pay a monthly fee to, to participate in the club around five to six hundred dollars a month. Or no, I'm sorry, per hour. You know, for prostitution a monthly services. Fee. Most normal people have Netflix. These people had, you know. This a is the, the uh, modern-day Mayflower Madam. Remember the Mayflower Madam? Oh, yeah. This is insane. Listen to how this worked. This, this final de- uh, detail here really was like, floored me. They said, once the buyers were verified, they were texted and then allowed to place orders with commercial sex workers. They would choose the duration of the encounter they wanted, the types of services they wanted, and they would receive a menu of different options and women they could choose from. This Tell is you what else, unbelievable. Too. So whoever... Here's how, and this may explain why a lot of politicians who sound great when they're running, they get to D.C. and all of a sudden they're like different people. Just go back to how much they had to go in with personal information. Whoever runs the brothel okay. runs them. these very prominent people. You have dirt on them forever, which was the entire scheme behind Epstein Island. Right. That's why he invited the Clintons, mm-hmm. everybody else there, to right. run them. You own them with blackmail. So I wonder who's sweating today. I don't know. We need wow. names on this, though. I mean, it's politicians, scientists, lawyers, military officers. Are you kidding me? Just tell me Bob Kraft isn't on this list. Or, <laughs> well, it's even worse. Oh, pl- oh please. No, I he might another be. One, but because they say said anything. they were all Asian women. No. And they, they, <laughs> yes. No, no. Oh, no. This, this is true. So um, it could be Bob Kraft. Oh, oh, they were all Asian women, and many of them may have been uh, human trafficking. Oh, geez. So I, it gets even worse, this situation. That's terrible. So yeah, but they also said that about the orchids of Asia thing. There was no human trafficking involved. So whatsoever. true. Yeah, so true. Despite this what is, they tried to say, I wonder how quick this story is going to go away. If we're going to hear know. anything about it again, wow. depends on who's on the list. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Fauci. <laughs> Fauci. <laughs> Even they won't touch him. I'm sorry. No matter how much he pays. Uh, anyway, uh, this is pretty good. Good news. Tracy Chapman. 
Her song came out in 1988, Fast mm-hmm. Car. Last night became the first African-American woman to win an award from the Country Music Association. And you're well, like, how the heck's that happened? Because her, her song, Fast Car was re-recorded by Luke Combs last night won Song of the Year That's which massive. goes to the writer not the performer I see so massive. I like that boy what a good deal for her I think he won too though for the song to mm. be honest with you so and that's great. If you haven't heard him redo it, go listen to it. It's really good. It is a good version. Yeah. What a what a windfall for her, though. Isn't that amazing? His people called her people, and she's like, who? Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Brought her career back. Pretty cool, though. Congratulations. Oh, All right. Um, well, Joe Biden today oh, is not going to be taking up any serious issues. He's already going to an issue that's already solved. He'll be in Illinois at an automaker plant with the UAW president to kind of like do a victory lap after the strike's already over. Yeah, I think it's a Stellantis plant. Uh, yeah, he's there with uh, Sean Fain there, the guy that runs the UAW. You're right. This is to say I I stopped. I fixed the union strike. I got all the car dealers yeah. to come here and, you know, the automakers to give you this. I thought he was in Detroit. My mistake. He went, where's so he going? Illinois? Illinois. So if you're expecting him to do anything to uh, solve any real issues, that's not going to happen because it's already solved. Mm. It's just going to be a photo op. That's all it is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So I'll finish off with this real quick, guys. I, I have a lot of entertainment news today, so I'm going to save the rest for the second rapid fire. But here's a little one. Shrek 5. Did you see this? No. Why? Shrek 5 is apparently Why? now being rumored to be released in 2025. Excellent. Why? Really? I love it. I, I think it's Michael Myers. What's his name? What's that? Mike Myers, right? Yeah. Does he have nothing else to do? Is the donkey in it? Oh, yeah. They're all going to be in it. Apparently, Eddie Murphy said I would do that for free. I loved it so much. Apparently, this wasn't supposed to come out, though. It was a, a NBC Universal employee that put it on their LinkedIn, and then they had to delete it real quick. <laughs> oh, oh, come they, on. They do that on purpose. They do yeah, that sure. on purpose so people Get know. Get the word going. Get the one leak the, out there. One of the best animated things I ever saw in my life was, did you ever see the Shrek Christmas special? It was yes. only about 25 minutes long. I love that. But it was so good. It it's was hilarious. Really well done. I love that one. I missed it. Is oh, it going to be back? you got to watch it. It's great. Yeah. Okay. All right, we got uh, more headlines coming up next. Let me ask you this. Yes. If the guy wasn't even in the room, but they chant his name on a commercial break during a debate, did he win the debate? Yes. A Trump chant broke out, and the NBC execs had to admonish the crowd. Oh. That actually happened. We got the audio coming up next. That, and it looks as though the actor strikes over. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. So let me ask you this. If you weren't at the debate... Mm-hmm. But during a commercial break, the crowd in the room started chanting your name. Can you officially say you won the debate, even though you weren't there? I would say yes. It happened last night in Miami. This is cell phone footage of the crowd, you'll hear at first, chanting Trump when he wasn't even there. Oh, my goodness. And you're, and you're one of the other candidates. You have to listen to that. Can, you, there can that you imagine? Especially DeSantis. I can see him seething as we speak. And then the NBC News producer admonishing the crowd for doing that, saying <laughs> we're not going to do that. <laughs> So Who's that third grade teacher, by the way? Say, she sounds like a kindergarten teacher. I, I would have stood up and said, sit down. It Don't worked really, like really hard. Kid. We're going to clap for everybody. That was uh, somebody who was totally embarrassed trying to get the situation under control. I guess it, it worked, though, right? So, so that uh, audio from the video comes from <laughs> Simon Ateba. He's the guy 
He's that independent reporter that Corinne Jean-Pierre won't call on. And he's oh, always coming into the White House press room. That's who that was. And he's always mad he's about it. He's Why won't you even. call on me? <laughs> I think I think I believe he's African. He's uh, from an independent press corps, but he was there at the debate, la- debate last night, and he he caught that. And now there's all kinds of video of it. Uh, you know what? I, I think you're right. You start you know chanting someone's name that's not even in the room. They've won the room. I think you've won. Wow. Didn't even have to be there. He's looking smarter and smarter for not showing up. Yeah. The question is, does he, when they finally get it down to the one candidate, you know, say it's going to be DeSantis or it's going to be, what does he call Nikki Haley now? Bird brain. Bird brain. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> does he actually have a one on one with Gavin Newsom and Trump? Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Whoever, whoever the Democrats pick. That was another good thing from uh, Ramaswamy last night. We'll have that sound for you next hour. At the end of it, he wrapped up. And let me say this to the two, the Democrats. Stop this farce of pretending that Joe Biden is going to be your candidate. We all know it's not. He said whether it's Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama or somebody else, just admit it. And he said that. No. Wow. These polls. That's incredible. They throw I love them, them out. This Trump versus Biden poll. Yeah. Throw, it doesn't. He's not going to be the candidate. It's but, not him. But it, what amazes me is 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 strategically – what does what does the Democratic Party win if they wait till the last minute to throw Newsom in? What do they win? Yeah, you think you think Newsom's that well known? Oh yeah. Well, it's any it, he's not but Joe Biden. That's this his main appeal. Okay. People will say, "Oh my God," because there's so many Democrats right now going, "Oh, I got to hold my nose and vote for Joe because I can't vote for that orange guy." Then they'll see Gavin Newsom come in. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. well, he's the package. They won't care I, that he destroyed California. They don't care about that. He's oh. not Biden. I get you. That's, that's what his appeal is. It, it, unfortunately, in my world, if Michelle Obama throws her hat in the ring, she's the next president. They don't want to go through that, though. They don't want to dig up all the stuff that they've been protected from. The press is different these days. There's an independent media that will that'll dig up anything you wanted to know about the Obamas. So, well, yeah, it, 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 it would be nice to see them dig up all the dirt on Newsom as well. The guy, the guy's worth multi millions. He owns like three vineyards. Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, he can relate to the average American. Sure, he can. You give Trump grief. I think Newsom's more is wealthier. Here's some other people that can't relate to the average American. Who? The actor strike is over. Oh boy! And there was much rejoicing. Uh, uh, they're going to sign it officially, coming to an end today. They got to they got to uh, sign the, on the dotted line. But a deal was approved by unanimous vote last night. Yeah, I think they said by midnight tonight, at 12.01 tonight, it goes into effect. Protection for actors against AI and an almost 7% pay increase. That's it? That's what I said. They need to get the UAW president over there to negotiate for him. Sean Fain got them 40% yeah. or 35%. So, yeah, they. but I guess the big deal was they came to some kind of agreement. I haven't seen all the details yet about the AI situation and streaming numbers. Strike lasted 118 days, longest actor strike in history. Did it affect anybody? No, God. No. Because you know what? You got Netflix pumping out these shows that are phenomenal. I'm telling you, Netflix rules the world now, and, and, and their documentaries are really, really good. So. I was—I'll tell you this—I was more affected by the actor strike than I was when we didn't have a speaker of the house. I wasn't affected by that at all. Yeah, that's true too. You, you make—you make a very valid point there. But they're back. Writers are back. Actors are back. That means Stranger Things can get back on track before they all turn fifty. Yeah, no kidding. That chick, though, uh, uh, Eleven is already going to be the, the – she's got the third Enola Holmes movie coming out. She's going to be tied up with that. They better hurry up and write this darn script so she can do 
Stranger Things before, literally before she's 35 years old. Stranger Things 5. Now their grandchildren are haunted. <laughs> it's it's going to be what it is. Jeez. More from the debate. More from Hialeah. Trump's big rally there last night. And uh, more entertainment stuff, too. It's coming up next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. It's the South Florida Morning Show with Jennifer Ross and Bill Adams on News Talk 850 WFTL. I also want to close with one message to the Democrat Party. End this farce that Joe Biden is going to be your nominee. We know he's not even the president of the United States. He's a puppet for the managerial class. So have the guts to step up and be honest about who you're actually going to put up so we can have an honest debate. Biden should step aside, end his candidacy now so we can see whether it's Newsom or Michelle Obama or whoever else. Just tell us the truth so we can have an honest (laughs) debate. I love this guy. Listen to Lester. They're on to us. All right. Your time's up. Again, he says what everybody else is thinking or believes, but doesn't have the guts to say it out loud. And now, because he put it out there, listen, he's not like the the top polling candidate in the thing, and Vivek's not going to win the presidency. We know that. But he put it out there. So now more and more people heard that. That was probably the – well – Besides Dick Cheney and Three Inch Heels. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> that might have been the line of the thing. More and more people are at work today going, I oh, think it's really true. You think Biden's just a, just a, just a placeholder? They're not really going to run him? Now they have to start to respond to that. Yeah, well, and you know what? They need to respond to that. So does Newsom uh, – and you'll, you'll be able to understand the Democratic Party and how they work because this is how they work. Indeed, it's pro- I, I believe it's going to be Newsom. I don't think it's Michelle I Obama. I do too. I think it's Newsom. So all of a sudden, Newsom's going to start showing up in news feeds. Oh, here's Gavin Newsom. Oh, he went to Cincinnati today yep. to visit with blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Or he went to New York today to meet with Eric you know, Adams. Or he – it'll be – all of a sudden, Newsom will start showing up everywhere for just stuff that you think he would normally show up for, but yep. there's an, an underlying agenda. Yep, you're exactly, exactly right on that. And watch out for this, too, because it's the same thing. Ramaswamy talked about that last night. The modern media is the Democrats. It's all one thing. So they're going to distance away from Joe Biden, and you're going to start to see this, too. All, magically, you're going to find out more about Gavin Newsom's family than you ever knew before. Right. And what a great guy he's done. Oh, yeah. He may even save a cat by the side of the road magically in some story. <laughs> but this is how they work it, though, and they plant You're the right. seeds and they, they start a narrative. That's how they do it. So watch out for that. Don't forget. Just all you got to do is look up Gavin Newsom and was it Chinese Laundry? Was that the name of the French. restaurant? French Laundry? Yeah. Remember that? That was uh, during COVID. He went with all of his best friends, sat right next to each other when you were supposed to be six feet apart and not having any contact with anybody. While California was shut down, he was having a party. That's all I'm saying. It got him. Remember they were going to recall him, but he won the recall vote. I don't know how. It's California. I don't, I, it's, it's, I don't get it. I don't get it. So I don't know. <laughs> that was one of the highlights of the debate last night. In the meantime, what, 15 miles away? Let's go to Hialeah. Oh, you mean that little that little disruption yeah. that really wasn't a disruption according to NBC? I was like, okay, sure. NBC was amazing. Trump try, Trump attempts to upstage debate. I was uh, like, hello, did you see the crowd? I would love <laughs> to see if they could ever compile the streaming numbers compared to that debate last night. He blew them out of the water. And it was obviously a very strong Cuban-American crowd. He made note of that. Just like the Cuban regime, the Biden regime is trying to put their political opponents in jail, shutting down free speech, taking bribes and kickbacks to enrich themselves and their 
Very spoiled children. My children aren't so spoiled, are they? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in court right now. <laughs> it's like wow. But he makes yeah. that he, he makes that connection between look at what look at look how communism is creeping in, and maybe a lot of you are here in this country right now because you had to run away from it. You, you had to escape communism from Cuba. Oh, remember the guy that spoke at Trump's. Was it? Remember his the not the inauguration, but when they they announced that he was the candidate. Remember the the he was from Miami, the Cuban American guy. He left Cuba. Oh and yeah, he yeah. Talked. Remember how impactful his speech oh, was? It was amazing. It wasn't convention. the Goya guy, was it? Now, I don't know if he was the Goya guy or, but whoever it was, the man was phenomenal. And he talked about and he he made comparisons. He said, "I left Cuba because I saw this, and it's happening here today in the United States." And it, it was it, it was they it was it. shattering. It was like holy cow. He's going to win Florida. It's just going to happen. I'm just convinced. The middle of the country. I don't know. Who knows? I I think he's going to win. Mm. I, but then again, if it's Newsom, Newsom. It, the problem with Newsom is he puts on a great show. Sure does. He's good he's looking. Slick. He's dressed well. He speaks well. He looks like a president. He does. He's he's got that Kennedy uh, yeah. je ne sais quoi kind of quality. So it's right. it's going to be interesting if it's him. But you better hope that all the Californians come out and say, he's a crook. They won't. <laughs> Ran our state into the ground. This is what you're going to hear. Well, at least he's not Joe. Oh, Because I, I can't vote for Trump. Oh, God, he's mean tweets. That orange man. I don't really bad. like Newsom, but at least he's not them. That's what's going to happen. That's what they're running on. Oh, God, help us. Okay. Anyway. Help us, help us, help us. I know. Something big. Is today, the, did they cut it down yet? The, the tree? tree? I don't know. We were watching a live stream. Of the tree, the Norway spruce in upstate New York that is going to be the Rockefeller Christmas tree. They haven't started the chainsaws yet, but it's coming. Here's the shocking thing. It's part it's it's on somebody's just lawn. It's like in between two houses. I, I thought <laughs> this thing I thought they were always like deep in the woods and they yeah, find this one and you're no. the magic tree, no? It sits literally in between two, and you are funny because now, it, once they chop it down, there's going to be a direct view between these two people because the tree kind of blocks <laughs> their view. You're going to say, wow, never saw Joe in his underwear before. Now I see it every day because the, the tree's gone. The neighbors are going to come home for <laughs> vacation. They're like, oh. This thing, by the way. Look at you. I thought it was 40 feet. I, I am mistaken. It was 80. It's 80 feet tall. 80 feet. 43 feet wide. That's right. They they chop it down. They're going to move it to the Rockefeller's Plaza. It gets there Saturday, and they start to you know reassemble it because they chop it up into pieces. Uh, they Listen to this. 50,000 multicolored LED bulbs, five miles of wire to adorn that tree, a nine-foot, 900-pound Swarovski crystal will sit on top. Holy moly. It's filled with 3 million crystals. Tree lighting, 7 o'clock, uh, November 29th, as we talked about. NBC will cover Christmas at Rockefeller Center, and Kelly Clarkson will be the entertainment. Kelly Clarkson. It's, uh, it's a big deal for America. It's, it officially it's, starts the holiday season. I know it's a commercial thing, but whatever. But a lot of people look forward to that. It's good. I've always wanted to go. I know. To see the it, it, years, the standard joke was years ago we went to New York City and I was literally like two blocks away from the Rockefeller Center. But every time we left the hotel, we went right instead of left. <laughs> so I was always told that the the tree was really far away because my dad didn't want to go. So one day we're we're walking out of the hotel and I the guy goes, "Did you?" He looked at me and he said, "Did you finally get to see the tree?" I said, "No." My father says it's like really far away, and the guy goes. It's like right over there. If you, if you stand on your tiptoes, you can see it. That's, I was ready to kill my dad. That's such a dad move. I was like, oh, 
You're so bad. That's what I would do to my kids. I'd be like, no, they're not doing it this year. Sorry, let's go. <laughs> let's go this way. Let's go. We got reservations. I was so upset. <laughs> so, and I always wanted to skate at Rockefeller Plaza. Oh, Never got to do that either. Thanks, Dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> It's okay. And yet you still love Christmas. <laughs> I love Christmas. We've got a uh, feel-good story for you coming up next. Boy, I uh, think maybe Apple should put this in a commercial. A guy says an oh. Apple watch saved his life. Yeah, this is pretty incredible, actually. Okay, yeah. we got that. And uh, more from Trump, more from the debate. And uh, headlines, too, next, the South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. Do you think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, do you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. That was another thing he did last Uh night. He made like four impactful statements. One of them was, why don't you stop having our enemies do our debates. But you got to think think of the things he said. How many people, that's such a ballsy move because I, I know. how many people have the nerve to do what he did? Not only say it was one-on-one with Kristen Welker or one-on-one with Ronna McDaniel or one-on-one with the Nikki Haley. I mean, you have a hard time like at work when somebody ticks you off and you're like, oh, how am I going to handle this situation? You know, this guy goes on national television and blasts you. Said it. It's like, holy cow. And he saw, like, wow, you know, a direct result of him seeing Ronna McDaniel, head of the, you know, RNC, being all buddy buddy with the NBC executives and all this. When they just lost the night before another nationwide election. Yeah. Another one. I'm sure. I'm sure Glenn Youngkin was probably cheering what uh, Vivek was saying last night. Glenn Youngkin being the the governor of Virginia, because now he's a lame duck governor. So you're who did he mention there? He mentioned Elon, Tucker, Tucker, Joe Rogan. So they're right. listening to this going, you know what, we should do side debates. They'll show up. Maybe you the, know the what politicians I, will show up if they get enough ratings. I can I can see I don't know about Joe Rogan, but I can see Tucker Carlson doing this in a heartbeat. Absolutely. On his in his podcast, yeah. Without a doubt. But he's right though. It, 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 you know, Vivek is not gonna win the presidency. We know that. But he's ushering in ideas that nobody's talked about for a long time. Like Let's get it away from these stupid mainstream corrupt media outlets for a change and go somewhere where people are now. They're not there. Say it. Nobody say, trusts network news anymore. I agree with you. Say it is Trump and it is Gavin Newsom and Joe Rogan's the moderator. That, that would be a phenomenal, phenomenal debate. Live on the X platform. Yeah, without well, doubt. Because Rogan doesn't care. He's like Vivek. He just goes right for the jugular. He'll ask you whatever he wants to ask you. And you come from a common person perspective. Mm-hmm. A regular person. He's not a regular person, but a regular person perspective with real issues they talk about. That's that's it would what be we great. not this. If Vivek is exactly right about that, Kristen Welker, and he called her out directly too. He goes, "You, you specifically, a moderator at the debate. You, lady, you pushed the Russia collusion hoax for years on this network. And she are you going to deny it? She she didn't say anything. She just sat there stone faced and smiled. I'm like, oh, it's never happened before. Televised debate in the in the modern era. No one's ever flipped." the debate to the moderators and put them on the hot seat. And I bet you any money that is a new rule of the future yep. debates. Oh, absolutely. They'll try. You can't go after the moderators. They're they're off limits. You can't <laughs> speak directly to the moderators. Yeah. They must be protected. Oh, because they're real journalists, right? I'm sure, sure that you, you know that's coming. 
You know that's going to come because who else? Now, if you saw that Lester Holt had to go in and, and save Kristen Welker when when she was getting attacked, okay? Yeah. So who at any anchor that's watching that right now is going, oh my god, can you imagine if that was me? I wouldn't know how I'd handle it because they're all about their ego and their reputation. How many, especially after he called them out specifically about the Russia collusion crap that NBC pushed for years, how many news directors actually are out there at major networks now saying they're on to us? No, nobody. They know us. They like they even have the awareness or they just don't care because they they can fool enough people to keep it going. Because I think they can fool enough people. They've done it for how many years? Again, if it wasn't for Donald Trump, we would never know about fake news. No, no. That may be his biggest accomplishment. Yeah. He will go down as the president who unveiled how corrupt the news media is. And now you've got that. So that trust in news media now, you know, that poll they do every single year, it's down to like about it's, – it's under 6 percent of the country. It's that low. No, no one. No one trusts them. They know they're full of crap. They're except, corrupt. Except the, the only people that do believe them are the older people. Yeah. And I would say 70 and above if, if maybe a little bit higher than that. They all they all agree with whatever they they're spoon fed, unfortunately, because that's all they've known all their lives. I would I in, always, in protection of them. True. I you mean, would, you know, you would break their brains in half if you actually understood. I always think of Lauren's mom. It's like if you ever if she ever understood that the New York Times has lied to her, has lied to her for her entire life. They can't they couldn't be able. You can't process that. You can't do it. I, I agree. And, and that they, they're the diehard people are going to protect Joe Biden till the end of time. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's what it is. But don't worry. He's going to take care of things. He's going to go to Illinois today and open up a new plant. Oh, that's impactful. You know he's taking credit for the UAW strike end. Strike's over. I'll show up now. (laughs) Sure. All right. Got some good news. We're officially calling this a feel-good story. I don't know. Uh, I think Apple would be crazy not to put this guy in a commercial because he says an Apple watch saved his life. Okay, he's a 40-year-old guy. His name's Josh Furman. He lives in Vegas. He suffers from type 1 diabetes. From what? Las Vegas. Diabetes. <laughs> oh, diabetes. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, uh, a friend of mine. Uh, Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> where where did you get that? How, how long, long have you had that? Same. Solid three years. Remember Wilfred Brimley? Diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. I didn't know you had that. He has an Apple Watch. He said the, the device saved his life. If you are unfamiliar, many diabetics will tell you – a friend of mine is a diabetic. And it's the only reason I know this. Like when you know you're going to faint, you know you're going to faint. Oh, yeah. You Ty- type 1 the bad it, one. You, you start getting dizzy. When you have type 1 diabetes, you're like, you'll just pass out and have no – there's no warning. Right. It just happens. And that's what happened to this guy. He fell unconscious because of his low blood sugar. He said when he woke up, the paramedics were there because his Apple Watch sent a, a signal that showed him where he was. They, that's if incredible. You, if you don't like Apple, that's an amazing product. It really that's is. Really good. Here he is telling a story. His name is uh, Josh Furman, talking about how the watch saved him. Exactly what Jen said, but here's his own words. I could not talk. 911 could not understand me, but they had the GPS lock on the watch so they knew where I was. I don't think people know enough about their Apple Watch with the fall detection. You know, people that are elderly probably don't know about the fall detection. You actually have to turn it on on your iPhone. I mean, how about with, uh, you know, people that maybe have epilepsy or oh, that's just, a, it's just seizures thing. sometimes? Or, that's it's, great. Just th- I mean, or just think, you, you know, you, you fall off a curb. <laughs> I mean, and you get hurt and you sure. can't get up and you're like stuck there and you're all by yourself. What are you going to do? I mean, it, it could happen in a million instances, but that's great. I, it, I don't know, maybe it'll be the reason I switch to Apple one of these days. I wonder how many people have this feature on, though, and they're just drunk. 
Oh, God. And they get, no! Is this, okay. Did let, you call an ambulance, sir? <laughs> is this the same one that detects, like, the car crashes? I think, uh, yes. I it think is? Because remember when they I said. I don't think it's the same feature, but it's the same watch, uh, watch uh, update. Okay, it was it was something about, remember the concert? The kids were all jumping up and down. Oh, and they right got, too. like, a million 911 calls at once <laughs> because all these kids' phone, watches were activating this 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 movement. Thing so anyway I I didn't know it had it did you have it do you have it is it on yours it must I don't right? have an Apple Watch oh you need the Apple Watch to yeah. have it too okay yeah. it's not just on the phone I don't think so I think it's just a watch because it's connected to a limb you know what I mean I get you who knows where your phone would be back, back doesn't pocket. it do everything though like tell you what your blood pressure is and what your blood level is and yeah, everything I think, else I think it can heartbeat do that. it's a it's a lot of uh, the new features that they that they unveiled it's it's really good it's a good job okay especially if you have the Diabetes. <laughs> Rapid fire is coming up next. God help us. <laughs> we'll update you with some more headlines and more. Just past bottom of the hour. Stick around for that. Time for Jen and Bill's Rapid Fire on News Talk FTL. Busy for midweek. Or heading towards the end of the week anyway. We'll update you best we can. Jen's got the first one. This is uh, big news. Walmart making big changes to accommodate customers with autism, PTSD, and other sensory disorders. Starting tomorrow, stores across the nation will have special sensory-friendly hours from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. each day. TVs will show a static image instead of videos. They'll leave the music off and lower the lights. They said they tested it during back-to-school season, and it was a complete success. How low you think the lights go? I don't know. Well, they can't go too low I because know. then they have to worry about other things. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess the question is, too, Do we, are, are we going to notice? You know, like if, if they didn't tell us they were doing this, do you think people would have said, hey, well, if the lights seem lower or the music is gone? I wouldn't so, have noticed the TVs. Right. No, but you know, you know what they got to change is the radio because they have Walmart radio. Yeah, Walmart radio. They play Walmart good stuff. radio. Yeah. Hi, this is Joyce of Walmart radio. This is store number 562. We love working here. Oh, it's such propaganda. It's ridiculous. That would give me a seizure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was in there Saturday and listening to it. Going, oh, please stop. It's kind of like, what's the other one that has? A lot of them have that now. There's uh, Duncan Radio. I've heard that. Oh, really? Duncan Radio. <laughs> oh, dear. Good anyway, stuff. But that's pretty it. cool that Walmart's yeah. doing that. So that starts tomorrow, 8 to 10 each morning. It's right. nice they're sensitive to that. That's, that's, that's so a cool true. thing. All right, wait. All right, this is kind of sort of local. If you're a bad guy and you attack people, you probably shouldn't attack a former pro MMA fighter. Oh, I call this just uh, karma, actually. <laughs> this is so good. I think it's great. Can we call it a feel-good story? Absolutely. Yeah. Former fighter uh, in Cutler Bay in Miami-Dade County, able to defend himself against an attacker who attempted to stab him with a 14-inch knife. That's a big knife. That's You know how much damage you could do with a 14-inch knife? Jeez. Yeah. Javier Baez, maybe you remember him, overpowered Omar Mabrero and detained him until the cops arrived. Love him. This is Javier talking about uh, how he did it. Once I started putting the choke in, he kind of just let it go because, you know, no one's worried about anything else but breathing when, you, when you're losing air. I've been training my whole life. Black belt jiu-jitsu, wrestling in college. Uh, if I got eight pro fights. I went outside to him leave call the cops and then it just escalated from there. He got aggressive, and you guys saw the rest. You train so many times, it becomes just a reflex. I was able to hold down my knee and call the cops, and he woke up, and the cops came, and it was, it was good. I love that. Nobody's worried about anything when they're trying to breathe. That's a good point. <laughs> That's just great. It makes it very... By the way, this guy, he dropped the first knife, went back to his car, got a second one, and came back and attacked him. Oh, boy. He was out to, he was out to hurt this Jeez. Jose Baez guy. The so. uh, Channel 10 down there in Miami covered the story. It doesn't seem like it was anything personal either. It was like a random attack. It wasn't like a, a, a personal beef. 
at four in the morning. Oh, boy. Guy was coming home, gets attacked. Yikes. Well, well thank goodness he was able to defend himself and uh, destroy the guy. No so kidding. That is good. And call the cops. Well, I have good news for Florida Gators fans. I know you have some friends who are Gators fans, Jen. Yes. A lot of my friends are Gators fans. <laughs> well, the uh, factory known as IMG Academy. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. Has pumped out another one. A seven foot seven high school basketball oh, player. Come on. Seven foot seven in high school. What are they feeding that kid? I don't know. Miracle grow. Thank <laughs> goodness. And and you know what? You think about it. All his life, he was probably ten times bigger than all of his classmates. Where did he get clothes to fit somebody like that? I don't know. You have to have special clothes made for somebody all your life. That's really tall. That's, like, that's tough I think for the Yao, parents. Like, like Yao Ming was like seven six, so and that was insane. Right, seven seven. And he has decided he has committed to the University of Florida, and he will be playing uh, for the Gators next year. Is he really good? Do we know? Yeah, I mean, I watch Eclipse of Moon. Obviously, he's a little slow, but he's overpowering everybody and towers over all the kids. <laughs> all he's going to do is he's stand a little there. Slow. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to work on his footwork a little bit. He's a little, you know, it's choppy. Tough. It's, tough. They get, get, it's tough to coordinate. Yeah, he's a little gangly. How's that, how yeah. tall is that Wemby? How tall is he? He's about that, I think, 7'6". In there, so they'll eventually face each other off, probably. Eventually, off, yeah, you know. a couple of years. Could be. His Great name guess. is Oliver Rio, by the way. So, for all you Gator fans out there, congratulations! Enjoy the seven point seven, Oliver. That we got that IMG Academy on the West Coast is something else, though, man. Yeah, they are. Like, like they're like Jedi Knights. They they co- they identify who has like the superpowers. That's right. They snatch these kids out of their cribs, <laughs> and, they, and they bring them over to the IMG Academy, and they grow them in their lab. I swear to God. No, oh, how many pro, uh, you know, tennis players, athletes, basketball players, football players yep. that have been over there? And the parents are like, yeah, you do something with them. And it, and it works. And it works. Well, <laughs> the love of the puppy continues. Puppy dog. A lucky cat rescued by firefighters. Cat fell down a 100-foot mine shaft. Oh, this gosh. was in England, in Cornwall. Six days the cat was missing. The, the Mowgli wow. was the cat's name. The owner was about ready to give up when all of a sudden her dog, Daisy, kept on grabbing her, running out to the woods in the backyard, coming back in and grabbing her and trying to drag her outside. So she finally listened to the darn dog after six days and went outside. And then she heard the cat going, meow, oh, down this shaft. They couldn't get to her that day. But the next day they rescued dear old Mowgli and because of Daisy's running back and forth. So it was like Lassie. Yeah, right. Lassie o- saved the cat. Cat only lost one life. Yeah, yeah eight more to go. And the dog, the cat's fine. That's crazy. We're amazing. Good job, little Daisy dog. Daisy yeah. dog, the cat That's found Mowgli. Awesome. I like it. Love it. We're getting closer to Christmas because the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree, the one that's been chosen by the elves, is being <laughs> cut down. Earlier, about an hour ago, we were watching a live stream from this home um, in Binghamton, New York. That's where it's coming from, and yeah. we figured before we watched this. They usually had a massive property, some tree farm somewhere. No, it's in their yard. <laughs> like it Eight, separates the driveway. <laughs> eighty foot, twelve, uh, eighty foot tall, twelve ton Norway spruce. They their entire backyard view is about to change. Uh, I think say. it's a front yard view. Wow. It, it's but it's it leaves. That's a big gap. It's going to leave. Yeah, yeah. That's the, the think of the roots and the. Oh yeah. Well, well they the, when they cut it down, then I'm sure they bring in a oh the stump, one of those yeah. stump grinders, a very large stump grinder. Right. So they got, you could build a house with a stump that's left behind. Yeah, just kidding. <laughs> so it's going to be at the Rockefeller Center. It's uh, headed that way in a huge flatbed truck. You know, they kind of like disassemble it, then they put it back together. Annual tree lining ceremony will take place. November 29th, and Jen, who's going to be the mistress of ceremonies? Kelly Clarkson. No, Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> she's nice. She's 
He's got all kinds of fun drops today. Yeah. Hey, we're dropperific today, baby. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's great. I do have the video on the blog, by the way. You can see it's beautiful, and the area is beautiful, too, where these houses were. It's fantastic. They start chopping yet? I think they so. said this morning, yeah. so it's going to take them a while. Oh, yeah. Because you got to put kind of all kinds of guidelines on oh, it before yeah. you start chopping this thing down so it doesn't it's land on the house. Seriously, can you Or imagine? in the road or anywhere else. And yeah, this family, they donate it. Yeah. Yeah, well. They don't, get, they don't like get any kickback from the Rockefeller Foundation? Come on I'm now. sure they get to go to the, the lighting <laughs> ceremony and they get yes. to skate there, but that's about Here, it. Here's three free tickets. <laughs> Pay for the kid. <laughs> Maybe you get a meet and greet with Kelly Clarkson. Who knows? <laughs> so real quick, guys, I'll finish off with this. Entertainment news. We know the actor's strike is over. The writers are ready back, so everything's going to start production once again. Here's news on some of our favorite things. Uh, James Gunn says that his Superman Legacy movie is going to begin filming in March. Yeah. Venom 3 is going to start filming again. Deadpool 3 is halfway Jeez. complete, so they're going to start that up again. Beetlejuice 2, Gladiator 2, all coming back to production. And, of course, Stranger Things is yes. expected to begin filming in a couple of weeks. Yeah, they got to get to what's-her-name because she's uh, Sherlock Holmes' sister. Billy Bobby Brown. She's got a new movie coming out that she has to start filming. She's getting married. she got a new movie. Yeah. She's like 40 now. Yeah, Come on. She's going to have kids by the time Stranger I Things know. comes out. <laughs> That's good news. It's yes. funny because we all because of Diener, he found them. We all follow the Stranger Things writers right. on, on X. Yes, yeah, it's very exciting. It's, with the writer strike? They were working the whole time, trust us. Yeah, behind the oh, scenes. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, please. Yeah, you're They're at home. They're ready to go. You're at, you're at home, those ideas in your head. Yeah. You're writing them down. <laughs> so true. All right, coming up next, uh, you were talking about Walmart a little while ago. Yes, dear. Included in the Black Friday sales, which have apparently started already. I know. They, they last all month long. Oh, b- burnt up the credit card already, have you? Oh, it's so bad. Well, <laughs> I gotta well, go sell my body or something. I what don't know. <laughs> Again? I'm sorry. Uh,. <laughs> Takes a lot when you only get a quarter for the black for the Black Friday sales that are out already. We're going to talk to John Matarese, our Consumer Reports expert. That's right. <laughs> it's coming in next. The South Florida Morning Show. Keep it here. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese. Well, I know you're prepared for it. Like the Black Friday deals are like your Super Bowl over there, lady. But well, for yeah. everybody else, <laughs> is it true? Are they are Black Friday sales just like all the time? In fact, are they starting now, or is that just like a gimmick? That's no. not really a Black Friday sale. Well, I hope they're Black Friday sales because I've done a lot of shopping. But our Consumer Reports expert, John Matarese, am I being taken to the cleaners? No, you're not, Jen, because, yeah, the Black Friday sales have begun. It's really amazing. Black Friday, as you know, used to be a big day. It was Thanksgiving night, and then the Friday oh, yeah. after, people would rush the stores. Well, during COVID, you know, we all went online, and that was great, made it easier. But now, since then, they just keep extending it, and it's gotten to the point where basically we were done with Halloween, and two days later, the Black Friday sales started. I mean, have you seen them? Have you seen the ads for Walmart? Yeah, they, I mean, they, they they plaster them all over the place, and you can't avoid them. It's TV, it's print, it's it's online stuff everywhere. And Sam's, which is yeah. their like you know their big company yeah. there, they started sending out emails like the day after Halloween this weekend. Here's our doorbusters, mm-hmm. and they have one every yeah. weekend. Yeah, they're trying to get people to spend the whole month of November shopping, which is probably bad news for Jen. But mm-hmm. you know, if they're looking for a deal, uh, Walmart actually started uh, their early pre-Black Friday sale, their first round uh, yesterday, and then Friday, it uh, it's in stores. They started online, then it's in stores, and then next week, uh, Amazon launches their whole Black Friday sale on November 17th, so things are starting so 
so early. Target's got some sales going. Here's the thing. The thing to do is to just, you know, look at your phone, get on your laptop, check the ads, and say, right. does this really look like a deal to me? Right. In some cases, it is. But what they're doing is they're spreading it all out. So it doesn't mean that, oh, my goodness, this weekend we've got to go out and do our shopping. No, because there'll be a few things on sale. You might find that clothing that you want or that KitchenAid mixer on sale. It looks like a good price. looks like a Black Friday price. Then go out this weekend and get it or order it now. But you just got to keep watching because the sales will still be the biggest right around Thanksgiving. If you, Bill, want that 75-inch TV, because yeah. I know you do. Yeah. The uh, <laughs> the prices will still be the lowest right around Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. Also on the gaming consoles, they come with bundles uh, and toys. A lot of those sales are going to be uh, over the Thanksgiving weekend. So you'll find some now. Do a little early shopping, but, but you know, hold off because there's going to be some better deals coming. So really, it's not, it's not even Black Friday anymore. It's like they should just call it Black November. Right. Actually, that sounds really yeah. scary. They shouldn't call it Black November. That, that's, that, does. that sounds like a plague or something. <laughs> yeah, well, they just it should call does. it every day is a sale in yeah, November. Yeah, that's what it is. Right. Okay, so you, you have this little segment here. If you want to ask for a raise next year, what not to say. But Bill and I have the right. perfect answer on how to get a raise and oh, to right. get approved for that raise. Be a member of the oh, UAW. Right. They got a 35% <laughs> raise and yeah. did nothing. Work for them. Right. You're right. You're right. They all got a nice raise and all these benefits, and uh, it's uh, quite a good deal they got out of the uh, strike. In fact, uh, Ford is saying that this is going to add about $800 to the average price of a new car. Oh, really? Stunning. Man. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's eventually going to have to get passed along because, you know, you have to pay your workers more. You've got to raise the price of the cars. So if you're looking for a raise, you're not going to get that kind of raise, but... Uh, you know, most companies are giving in the 2 to 3%. Some are giving 4% right now, which isn't bad. But considering inflation, you know, it's not that great. But the thing is, we talked to some experts about when to ask for the raise, and here's the mistake people make. People are thinking, oh, we're going into the holiday season. I'll, I'll deal with it after the holidays. I'll come in on January 2nd, you know, back to work for the new year and say, hey, boss, it's the new year, 2024. Can I get a raise this year? Can I get some money? You realize, guys, that is the worst thing to do okay so what are you supposed to do you need to ask now you actually needed to mm. ask like two weeks ago and the reason is because companies are now setting their budgets for 2024 and pretty much by the end of november they're they're locked in they know their budget certainly by mid-december that's it everything is signed off for so they know exactly what their budget will be for 2024 so you walk in, in in January, January 3rd, thinking, okay, now it's time to talk a raise. That's the worst time because the budget is set. I mean, to get you some money, they're going to have to cancel an order for pencils. Yeah. <laughs> because everybody is set with what they're, what they're paying everyone, what their expenses, what they're ordering. And the thing is you want to talk to them right now, like in the next week or so before Thanksgiving, because right now they're still juggling things. You know, yeah. They're going to finalize it all around beginning of December, and then, then they're done for the holidays, and that's it. So talk to the boss ASAP in the next week or two if you're trying to get a little money for 2024. While they're trying to, while they still haven't got the new budget set in stone, and while possibly you could catch the uh, budget manager drunk at the Christmas party, <laughs> you could work, squeeze some more money out of it. That's right. That's <laughs> how to do it. Well, thank you so very much, John. We can find you on our TV partner because you have a great segment there at WPTV Channel 5. And, of course, uh, at uh, on social media. Where do we find you there? 
Yeah, John Matarese Money on Facebook and on Instagram, and John Matarese on X for a daily consumer alert. Outstanding. Thanks for all that stuff, and we'll talk to you in a week. Useful information that affects your wallet. The Robes Law Group Consumer Affairs Report with John Matarese.